Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, Bulletpad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today's title is, If You Want to Be Happy, Get in the Flow. Hello, everyone. Get in the flow. Now, Kira and I have been talking about being in the flow for probably the last 30 years now, and we were referring to getting in the force of the universe like the force in Star Wars. But this is a little bit different example of using the word flow. Basically, it starts with Professor Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. I believe he's Hungarian, and he has been studying the roots of happiness for the last 30 or 40 years. In fact, he's got research from 1956 that shows over 30% of the people that he and his colleagues have surveyed claim that their life is very happy. Now, in this ensuing time from 1956 to 2015, there's data that shows that our income level has doubled and in some cases tripled for some people during that period. And yet, that doesn't seem to affect the level of people's happiness. So when you factor in the basic needs of people, once they are met, increases in income do not really seem to affect how happy people become. Interesting. (laughs) So Professor Cheek sent me high, ask this question, where or when in our normal experience do we really feel happy? In other words, if it's not your material success that's making you happy, what is it? Professor Csikszentmihalyi is a distinguished professor of psychology and management at Claremont Graduate University, which is a private school in Claremont, California. He is best noted for this particular work and study in happiness and creativity, but he's now becoming known as the architect and maybe the creator of this notion that he calls flow. In fact, he was invited to a TED Talk where he actually talked about the subject. We have a link at the end of this podcast posted on our website that will take you to a video of that TED Talk. Now, in his work, along with colleagues that he has from all around the world, he has interviewed over 8,000 people who actively enjoy their work. These were, by the way, a diverse cross-section of people, ranging from city folk, country folk, Dominican monks, blind nuns, Himalayan climbers, and even some Navajo shepherds. Here are what his team have found from the interviews. Regardless of the culture or the education or even the circumstances, there are seven conditions that always seem to be present when a person is in this condition he calls flow. Now, the first thing that has to be present to be in flow is a person has to be completely involved in what they're doing. So you're focused and you're concentrated when you're in flow. Number two, when you're in flow, is feeling a sense of ecstasy, being outside of everyday reality. Number three is that you're also possessing great inner clarity. You're knowing what needs to be done and also knowing how well you are at doing it. 
Number four is knowing that the activity is doable. And then also knowing that your skills are neither too advanced for the task at hand, which leads you to boredom, or your skills are too inferior, which leads you to anxiety. Number five is possessing inner peace, a sense of serenity, not bothered by worry. It's a feeling that's transcending the ego. Number six is to experience timelessness. Thoroughly focus on the present so intently that hours pass by unnoticed. And flow is also a feeling that the task is a joy unto itself. Whatever produces flow becomes its own reward. Now, we've just described, as you might imagine, a completely altered sense of reality. These seven things are not taking place in your normal way of being. So we're going to talk about what exactly is flow, but first we need to break for a commercial to thank one of our sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk about flow by defining it with some more examples. So we'll be right back. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. As Bill mentioned, we want to talk a little bit about exactly what is this flow. Well, we can best define it by giving a few more examples. When you're tasked to create a new reality, you must rise above the old one into a higher state of consciousness in order to find a new one. So that's one thing that flow is. It's rising into a higher state of consciousness. And when we say a new reality, we're talking about anything that begins to disrupt the status quo. So when Henry Ford built the quadricycle, he wasn't really changing much in the automotive industry. In fact, there was cars already hand-built that were traveling along the byways. But what Henry Ford did is find a way to mass produce it so that the common person could afford to buy one. And that really did disrupt transportation. The same thing is true with the personal computer. So Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak built that little computer in their garage. Gosh, it became the Apple. But there was computers already in existence. IBM was making computers every day. The big difference is Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak built something that the common person could afford to buy and afford to use, whereas it took a huge corporation to be able to even afford what IBM was building. And of course, to do these things, they had to really be focused and concentrating in a totally different mind frame. This is flow. This is what we're talking about. Another example is that you have the feeling of ecstasy. You at first feel that you don't exist at all, but then in the next moment, you feel like you exist everywhere across the universe all at the same time. So it is an altered state of awareness for sure. You watch your creation unfold as you're defining it. You're witnessing your own creation in a state of wonderment and awe. 
You build a creation space for yourself. And I don't mean a room or an apartment, but you build this place that you can go to in your mind, especially where you will experience life in a more concentrated and ordered form. Now, generally, as you might imagine, this happens when you're doing something that you're really passionate about. It also happens when you are doing something that makes you happy. And there's that connection to happiness. Scientists recognize that this happens, yet they don't really know how to explain how it happens. Well, it's clear that when flow is happening to you, your reality body, so your physical body, begins to disappear in a sense, and your conscious identity begins to disappear. And this is because your brain is so very engaged in the task at hand and requires a lot of intense concentration. So to free up this processing power, if you consider an analogy with the computer, your brain actually stops other conscious thought, temporarily suspending your own conscious existence. Now, in order to create something that's truly better than what existed before, often requires years of immersion in this kind of flow. Even though flow doesn't seem to be ordinary, it really is normal. Many people do experience flow, and they experience it often. Flow is a very natural and normal state of being for children. The good news is, with a little dedicated effort, everyone can experience this thing we call flow. Indeed, I think they can. Well, we need to take another quick break to thank our second sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about how you can get in the flow. So, we'll be right back. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. Bill was mentioning that there are ways to get into the flow. In the workplace, some companies are now attempting to provide an atmosphere in which spontaneous flow will naturally occur. How can you learn to get into the flow? Well, one of the things is flow occurs when you are doing an activity that you really like to do. That's very important. Flow also comes in times when you are both highly challenged and highly skilled. So one way to help it along is to constantly be adding to your personal skills resume. And another thing to be aware of is that flow ceases when you're too relaxed or bored or apathetic or worried or anxious. So it's kind of a sweet spot between being stimulated enough to get you interested and in that concentration band, but not so apathetic and dull that you're just not interested. Flow does happen best when you step out of your comfort zone. So when you're given a challenge that's just a little bit beyond you, and when you add a little more skill to your state of arousal, your reward goes way beyond the completion of your task. It becomes a chance to learn and grow. Now, here's an example that Bill and I noticed from watching a baking competition on TV recently. 
In the first segment of the show, the contestants were trying to reproduce a known food from scratch. In this case, it was an English muffin. All they were given were the ingredients. They didn't know the recipe, and they had to work to reproduce a good, airy-tasting English muffin. Later in the show, for another task, they were asked to create a unique recipe, something entirely of their own choosing. And the contestants remarked about how much more that they had enjoyed this latter part of the contest because they were free to be completely and individually creative. So the contestants were definitely entering into the flow during the second task, and they were doing creatively what they knew best how to do. Creativity is a freeing activity, and it is immensely enjoyable. Being in the flow this way truly leads to more happiness in your life. And we hope that you study more about this, and we hope that you take time to begin to develop getting into the flow yourself. Some people say getting in the groove, but it's nearly the same thing. And that's our show for today. Bill and I do want to thank you for listening to our Happiness Experience podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience podcast. There you'll also find all of our podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk podcast, the Healthy Tips podcast, the Love Stories podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids podcast and today's podcast, the Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. Mm-hmm.